she said a prophecy. She's last season in Game of Thrones about. Where's Jaybird everyone? We're talking Thrones right now. <laughs> uh, go on, go on. Oh, we're talking about Missande from Thrones. Uh, what'd she say? She said a prophecy about. Um, I forget the name of someone that would come that would end the long night, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but in the long night. And it, the prophecy, the red woman said a prince. The prince that was promised? The prince that was promised. Mm. And um, Misandre said, well, there's, that's an incorrect translation. It's actually prince or princess. And I was saying when I first watched that, I was like, oh, shoot, Daenerys. But <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it, it, it was just like a thought of yesterday that I was like, you didn't connect that because... Mm. Um, uh, Daenerys is, I guess, a princess, so you just assume it was her. But that's what I was saying. Well, welcome to Words of Jaybird, folks. Uh, this is Paige, um, a dear friend um, for many years now, since uh, college, four years ago. Anyway, we're talking Thrones. Um, so this is going to be spoilers, and uh, I'll put timestamps. So if you don't want to be spoiled from Sunday's Thrones, don't watch. <laughs> Not yet. All right, tune back in a little bit, and we'll talk some yoga. Um, so, what do you think of Sunday's episode? How do you feel about it? Do you like it? Please give me the page, the page view. The page view. I uh, I was extremely stressed out the first time watching it. Same. Where I felt like I couldn't enjoy it too much because I was so stressed out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when one person died. I wouldn't. I wasn't able to like fully grasp it because I was so stressed out about what was coming next. Yeah. <laughs> that I was just like, "Oh no, okay, they're gone. Okay, what's next?" That, but I enjoyed it enough, and it was a good, exciting ending. Just had to white knuckle it. I had a white knuckle through the whole time, but I had a, once I watched it the second time, uh, I had more thoughts and more emotions and more. <laughs> Pretty dark and, episode. Yeah, I I enjoyed quotation marks uh the episode more because it was a not a happy enjoyment episode, but well, that's what happens when that's what you come to expect from Game of Thrones. That's what you hope for. You hope you hope to feel something. Mm -hmm. Thrones definitely more so more so than any show I've ever watched has made me just feel all the emotions like show that stresses you out watching that's that's a powerful thing and it's <laughs> it stresses me the fuck out um i don't but, know if you saw me when we were watching the episode but i was pretty much like this the whole time <laughs> like laying back just grinding my teeth the whole episode yeah um you never know who's gonna go and uh if i had i mean i do have that's my biggest issue if i have an issue with the episode i, I should say it for up front mm -hmm. i loved it i i thought it was awesome i i watched it twice in a row right away mm -hmm. um but you know thrones has built up this whole thing of like it's not like lord of the rings where the hero characters fight hundreds of works and survive except for boromir but uh <laughs> well, sean bean um yeah <laughs> sean bean sean, you can never count on sean bean to survive but, um to me people survive man i think I think if you were in the front of the front lines in front of that castle when that wave hit, your ass should be grass. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, but at the same time, I thought I I thought so too. I was expecting more, but the deaths that happened were p quite 
like good deaths. They're Definitely. redeeming deaths. They're Jora was a great Jora. Um, in this, he died. Uh, Jora the friend zones died doing what he loved. Doing what he would choose to die as doing. Um, Theon um, was that was a redeeming thing of uh, Bran saying you're a good man redeemed. He's um, had one of the best character arcs over the whole thing. Yeah, I that think. was from I, Theon to Theon Greyjoy to Reek. And then back, back to, to Theon. It's cool. Yeah, and then Le- Leanna. Although, terrible way to try to fight <laughs> someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. He was a little... I mean, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. I was just like, he wasn't... How would you have killed anyone running at him like that? Like, you could anyone. see him for like... <laughs> like, clearly you would be able to just easily move out of the way but you just like you go into it he went into it just bravely and knowing that he was going to die Definitely. no matter what he was doing might mm-hmm. as well go and die charging in rather than just standing there and getting walked up to and yeah and maybe who knows if he had waited for the night king to come maybe he would have walked up with the other white walker dudes and then there wouldn't have been room for aria to sneak in the back exactly yeah um, Spoilers. Arya kills the Night King. <laughs> Spoilers. The Night King dies. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Like, this is something for years it's been built up. Spoiler. Um, that's why Arya was always my favorite character. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating. There's a reason. It's a. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where the expectations are so high, it's like almost impossible to meet. Um, but wow, I never thought that it would be Arya to kill. I was. I had no inkling at all. Yeah. The whole time I was like, "All right, John, when are you going to get it together yeah. and fight this guy?" I was waiting for a big, intense fight scene yeah. with the Night King. Yeah, they never really squared off, and so King kind of bitched out. He's just like, "Raise it," <laughs> and then you just—that was the last contact John and him had. Just raising the roof. But I, uh, I was, ex- I was kind of upset. I mean, it was amazing, the shock of Arya. I was slightly disappointed because there wasn't a big fight scene. And then I was like, you know what? I kind of like the the stealth and the actual, like, assassin. Like, assassination. It's not just a fight scene and then killing him. It was like a... I feel like that's the only way to have killed the Night King would be to... Do you think the Night King... Be assassinated. Could you say the Night King is the god of death? In a way? Mm. Like... Because I always thought, like, Arya escaping Bravos the way she did and, you know, kind of doing things her own way, I thought that she was going to have to pay a big price for that because, yeah, you know, don't piss off the god of death. Um, but it seems like she conquered death. I don't know. I don't know, just a thought. I mean, maybe not the... I mean, what'd she say? She said in the episode two she's like i've seen many faces of death i look Mm -hmm. forward to seeing this one Mm. um while there's so many different gods in game of thrones it doesn't have to be the only god of death it's just one of them and people will continue to die so it's not like there's Mm -hmm. no more death anymore because i mean uh the god of many faces or whatever they always have to have like a bunch of people were killed for that or there's always like you give them a name that person has to be given to the god. Mm-hmm. That could be like a, another type of god of death because they always ask for a for a life, pretty much. So that's one 
mm-hmm. face of uh, the god of death. What's up, boss? <laughs> 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 um, cameo from Austin. That's funny. Um, but one of them. But I think he is the, I would say, yeah, the major one. I don't know, though. Emilia Clark teased that episode five is going to have an even bigger battle. Uh, same as I think someone said Sansa or imagine. Sophie Turner. Right. Episode five is going to be the big, big one. But that's also probably when every, it's the second to last episode. And that's mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones when the big things actually happen. So. It's just so weird to think about it ending, you know? You start <laughs> so something, sad. and then it finishes. And then what? <laughs> What do you do? I don't know. How do you live your life beyond that? I don't know. I think you just watched it again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again. How, like I've been doing for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, welcome. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. We're 25 years old. A quarter centurion. How do you feel? Have you learned anything? What's the what's your biggest... What have you learned in your, yep. in your 25 years? Do you have any... any Ugh, I don't know. Any wisdom to impart? I'm 25 as well, folks. But, wisdom you know, to impart? Theology is some more wisdom. Um, well, you kind of had a... I'm still learning. As someone, so we lived together. Um, as someone who's seen you, you know, evolve, kind of had a bit of a page, I call it the page of science that happened in like, the past year. I don't know. You seem like <laughs> the you really... Of- <laughs> just like, you changed it all up. You, uh, yeah. you became a yogi. Started teaching yoga um and it's like i don't know it seems like it's really mm-hmm. something that really you've gravitated towards and it's really yeah know, i mean i would say you are now. my biggest advice is just go for what you love yeah um and yoga is something you love huh? yeah so yeah. well when did that even like start like when did you start like, i never even really asked you this i don't think like what did uh what decided what what was the deciding factor? Did you just take a yoga class one day and you were like, shit, this is awesome? No. I mean, I started in college when I was just like anxiety up to here, like mm-hmm. stressed out and I didn't know what to do. And I found I think yoga with Adrian on YouTube. And then I just started doing that. That was like junior year of college ish. Mm-hmm. And um yoga with Adrian, by the way, folks, something if you if you would like to get into yoga is actually really, really good. She's on um, YouTube. She's great for beginners and just like hundreds of videos. You mm-hmm. can do full workouts with her. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah. I always recommend her for anyone out. starting. And me. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I started that. And then I kind of just fell in love from there. And I mean you yeah. go to school for like how many months? How many months was that? Was that school? Well, it the teacher training all depends on where you go or what you do. True. It's um, like acting school, you know. How do you even say it? Yeah, it it there's intensives for months where you just like one month and it's every single day pretty much for mm-hmm. eight hours a day. But really, you just need two hundred hours. Um, so each school is based on around their own schedule of getting that two hundred hours. Mine was about a little over five months every other weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, for about eight hours, Saturday and Sunday, and about four hours on Friday. 
It was a long, <laughs> and then in between there, taking having to take yoga classes, doing homework, you know, like doing all the mm-hmm. school stuff. There's but, all different types of yoga. Is there any one that you gravitate towards? Uh, mine, uh, yeah, it's vinyasa, just regular um, hatha vinyasa. How would you explain vin- hatha vinyasa to someone who's like yoga? What the <laughs> what the hell is that? I ain't no Muslim. <laughs> well, for starters. Yoga isn't a religion. It's a science. Um, I would say yoga isn't a religion, and that's what people are scared of yoga because they're like, it's its own religion. It's, mm-hmm. They hear the ohms. Like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's not a religion. It's um, A lot of people say it's the science of religion. It's the um, bringing, being able to calm your mind and your body which can then bring you closer to whatever divine you believe in Mm -hmm. um and then so don't be scared of (laughs) yoga if you're religious because it has nothing to do with that but um vinyasa is um it's vinyasa flow so it's uh movement with breath and it's was pretty much created in um the early 1900s, it's based off of Hatha Yoga, and um, Sri Krishnamachara created it um, because in India, when he got hired, because he was a yoga master, he got hired by these British officials, people, to put on like a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for entertainment? For entertainment, yeah. Uh, he got asked to put on a show, and... He then created this type of yoga, which he um, infused regular um, regular yoga poses mm-hmm. and then infused European gymnastics into that because India at that time was run by um, the British. Colonial. Yeah, colonial. And so he created this style um, as entertainment mm-hmm. and then also like helps the body and so that's where this vinyasa came from. Um, vinyasa. What does vinyasa mean? Like this, you know. Yeah. I should know. I don't know the actual yeah. term. <laughs> I just know it's uh, breath with movement. Um, and so it's. I'll hit the Google. You keep. Talking. Yeah, but that's where it came from, and then from there, um, Krishnamachara, and then so many other people have um, studied underneath him, and then. And now it's been slightly modernized. And then um, from Krishmachara in the early 1900s to now, um, BKS Iyengar then took over. Krishmachara is one of his students. And then he created modifications. He created prenatal yoga. He created restorative yoga. And then kind of modernized yoga from there um, to create what I do now, which is a yoga where um, pretty much for everyone, which I offer modifications, it can be hard poses or easy poses of the same pose, pretty much it's for whoever that's where it came from. Um, so what's the benefit of yoga? And mind you, you're speaking to the choir. I've been doing yoga forever. I love it. It's a, an integral part in my fitness routine. Like it's been so for years. It's really, really important. It's a, uh, for, to me, yoga is about, connecting the body it's not like lift weight lifting weights like doing chest day shoulder day whatever it's about putting it all together you know making your body work as a whole and work more efficiently as a whole um stretching and 
being, I don't know, strengthening. Um, but yeah, so how would, what, what are the benefits of doing yoga? Beyond what you were just saying, which is just the great benefits of stretching the body, mm-hmm. which yoga provides, um, which a lot of, uh, that's why it's a great addition to people that do weightlifting and, and uh, those different activities. Um, I, it quiets the mind. That's the the thing I learned. It brings you into the present moment. Um, that's my biggest love or thing I love about yoga. Um, the first word of the yoga sutras is atha, which is now. And so the yoga sutras tells you the very first word, it's now. This We're in the present moment. Mm-hmm. It's not about the past. It's not about the future. We are right now. And I think that's what's a great benefit of yoga. People come into a yoga class with so much stuff on our mind, so much, mm-hmm. a just on. a lot going on from the outside world. And they can take that 10 minutes, that hour, and then all of a sudden it kind of just disappears. Um, and then that's why once you're in savasana at the very end, that's why people start crying. Like people cry in savasana because it's just like a release. Mm-hmm. You do all these detoxifying, these rejuvenating, these types of poses that just really help your body and move your body and your mind together. And then it's just a release. Mm-hmm. And um, Which is, it's called corpse pose. And corpse. it's all it is is you're just laying there pretty much. The you basic, yeah. Um, yeah, you, it's the the rest at the end. The yoga sequence is like you, you are born you live and then you end up dying and then at the very end you become alive again like that's why it's called corpse pose because you mm. you go through the life of life and then you die and then that's why at the end of a yoga class you turn over into a fetal position because then you're born again and then you sit back oh, up oh that's interesting i, didn't, I never mm-hmm. knew that that makes total sense yeah that's why it's called like corpse. Hindu religion you know how it's all it's very hindu religion is, is about reincarnation mm-hmm. living and what you do in this life affects the next one. If you're good in this life, you, you know, you might be a human again. But if you're like a shitty person, you might, you know, be reborn as a worm or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. But, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So that's what the basic outline of a basic outline of a yoga class is what it's supposed to do. And that's why we always end in Savasana, corpse pose. Hmm. But um, beyond, yeah, I just think it's a great... I mean, it helped me relax in a way that I never expected, and it's helped me, um, I don't know, gain confidence, helped me become limber, helped me figure out, like, when I'm confused, just get into a yoga class and things calm down, and I think it's a great, um, beyond just, like, working out, you're in a group or by yourself, you're working through things. I don't know. It's a good. So when you're putting together a class, how how do you decide what what are the poses we're going to do today? Well, how, what is the flow? Is it because it's never it's not always the same. It's not always the same. Um, yeah, that's the thing that I'm always like, oh, what do I got to do? I got to create a new flow. Um, what I do is I always figure out what my peak pose is, which is. Um, you do everything 
your warm up and everything before the peak pose is getting you prepared for that peak pose. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, it's usually a balance and then you um, and then you cool down. So I figure out what that peak pose is, say warrior three, trikonasana triangle pose, any it can be anything, literally any type of pose you can pick out of the hundreds. Um, And then from there, I work out. So then I say, what do I need to do to warm up the body to get them into this pose? Such as, do I need to open up the chest? Do I need to work the abs? Do I need to um, work the legs more? Do I need to twist the body type of that? And then, mm-hmm. so I figure out different poses that would be good for that pose. And then, of course, I always add the sun salutations at the beginning. That's just like a regular that warms up the entire body. Um just like the regular sun A and then sometimes sun B. P90X yoga and Tony Horton would say, you know, skip your morning coffee and do some sun salutations. That'll wake you up. Yeah. 10 minutes of 10 minutes or just like going like four or five times through a sun salutation A or B. It warms up the entire body. It, it, it moves every muscle. It moves. It just it opens it up. So, yeah, from that peak pose, I kind of work outwards and then um, go from there. And I'm still working on trying to <laughs> create good flows. I think I'm getting better, but <laughs> it's a it's a learning curve of, of figuring out what you need. And then, you know, of course, everything changes once you get into your class and you realize someone can't do something or, mm-hmm. or you know, I created a hard flow. And then I went into my yoga class and it was three older women that couldn't do half the stuff. And I was like, time to change it up. Uh-huh. Pick out something else that uh-huh. would be a lot easier. <laughs> and so... You just kind of go from there. And I know enough of the poses. I Enough. I know the poses enough to be able to add and subtract stuff into a flow that I think might be needed. So some people just go in and go, okay, this is what I'm going to do today <laughs> without even thinking about it. Hmm. Would you like to have your own studio someday? What is, uh, what's your ideal future with yoga? What is... Ooh. I mean, thought about yoga in the future. Yeah, I would love second page of Sans. Page of Sans part two. That's the goal. The second Sans of a page. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I don't know about owning a studio. It's a lot of work, man. Mm. I would love to. Um, I would love to be able to work for myself. Um, make yoga my full time job where I make enough money doing something with yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to be able to travel and teach it, not just be in California, but maybe travel to different countries or around the around the mm-hmm. country. I don't know. Doing something like that would be so much fun. Love to love though. Yeah, probably something like that. Uh maybe in the future once I maybe I'll do a yoga studio, but uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. <laughs> and then you just do more of the business side and it takes away from your, I guess, your true passions because it's like makes you not just like you teaching yoga. It's you running a business. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Honestly, I would love to work for myself. Anyone want to sponsor me so I can travel? <laughs> Hit her up. Um, they can find you. 
where where do you where you teach at? You you want to you want to put your class schedule out there so you can get any <laughs> sure. new followers? Oh, I, which, oh, by the way, vinyasa means uh movement uh or position, movement or position. of limbs. There we go. The definition of vinyasa. Movement, movement yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um. Well, we are here located in Los Angeles, so I work. Um, I teach three times a week at a uh, meditation yoga studio called Bendy Point in Encino, California. Um, Mondays and Wednesdays at what time? At Mondays and Wednesdays at ten a.m. Um, to eleven, and then I uh, teach at LA Fitness. So if you have an LA Fitness membership, I teach Thursday mornings at Hol- in Hollywood El Centro at 7 a.m. bright and early and Fridays at North Hollywood LA Fitness at 8:30. So I'm just kind of all over the place. And I'm That's cool. Well, that's like got a five, wide range of places. Mm-hmm, five classes right now, so <laughs> I don't know if I want to add any more at the moment, but mm. it's been a good. Do you uh yeah, would you ever like do like multiple classes in a day it would probably be very exhausting yeah oh i forgot to say also in bendu point i teach thursdays as well at a um five so sometimes i teach multiple classes on thursdays i teach multiple classes um i've once had a sub at bendu point do my class and then another one like two in a row mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the end i was like oh oh my goodness yeah so how, how do you how much do you decide to like Versus like doing the poses yourself versus walking around and and teaching things because like there's no way if you're doing like three classes in a day at the same place I mean doing it all probably um like dying yeah <laughs> it uh it depends I'm also still getting my foot in the door and the confidence to be able to cue and move around without showing mm-hmm. and that just comes with time so right now i show pretty much i demonstrate pretty much all of it but i mean i've been slowly being able to move around um and it just comes with time i mean first couple of classes i wasn't able to get off my mat without um I, I just had to stay on my mat the whole time queuing of course i would be watching everyone but to be able to know what I was cueing I would have to do it myself or be able to like okay this is my left leg I gotta say left um and that just comes with time um but I think I'm getting better I've been so I've been slowly no, trying to good. incorporate moving around a little bit no it's uh as someone who has taken your class um I'd recommend your class it's a very <laughs> very beginner friendly class but thank you um it's really I mean it's, I get a good good workout with it every time it's it's really it's up to you and how you do it it's mm-hmm. your practice i mean you can make it i do the hardest modifications as possible in pages class but you know there's old ladies in the class who do easy stuff mm-hmm. uh, it's really that's it's, why it's your journey yeah that's why i like what i teach is because you can modify and it's so it's it's for everyone and that's what i that's what i love about it it's for Anyone that wants to do it can do it. Anyone that has is like, I'm not flexible enough. It's like, you're fine. <laughs> I think everyone should do it. Yeah. Imagine if they did like yoga and PE class at in school. Yeah. In, and they're starting to do school. that now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, not even just for the exercise, but the, 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 
the meditation and the relaxation mm -hmm. and the putting your mind at ease type of deal. Yeah. So helpful to anyone, mm -hmm. everyone. It's, it's the one thing I'm pretty comfortable saying, like fitness wise, everyone should do yoga. It is the fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to some of my, uh, yoga teacher friends who, um, yoga teacher and meditation who sometimes teach at like college campuses mm -hmm. in the rec center or going into classes and stuff like that. And they're like, these teenagers to college age are some of the hardest people to teach, but some of the people that need it the most yeah. because, well, you know, distracted. Oh my, distra God, my phone down. Distraction. Your body is like going through crazy. In like high school, your body is like insane and your mind's just out of. And like in college, all you think about is like you have 10 million things. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's some of the hardest uh, people to teach. And it takes a lot of energy out of you to teach them. But it's the people that need it the most. And um, I think it should be in every high school. And like, I'll, I totally agree with that. Um, I don't think there is any. I'm trying to remember back at our, our rec center if they ever offered any yoga classes i can't remember um i know someone who started teaching one um i don't know if she was teaching it while we were there though i don't think i ever um, went to any no me neither i would do them on i do the p90x dvds on in my room or something mm -hmm. i did it on youtube so i was just like i mean yeah. it's a good it's a thing to offer it's another nice thing about it it's you know you don't need any equipment for it you can use equipment like there's blocks and uh, what else is there there's blocks bolsters there's straps um sounds hot <laughs> a, little, a little naughty in yoga class pull out the straps <laughs> i think um, everyone should uh if you're in a yoga class i think everyone should have blocks at the if it's available to you have blocks at the top of um your yoga mat because it's just there's just things that they're for when you're not flexible enough to get like let's say uh not even not flexible sometimes you just need it to be able to build from that pose because mm -hmm. sometimes if you like in certain poses if you go straight into it you might be doing it incorrectly but if you build from the block and then ended up taking it away you know what the pose is supposed to be because mm. you're lifted up a uh, big one is Ardha Chandrasana half moon which a lot of people That's exactly what I was thinking of it's not, not the name but yeah it's yeah. yeah you it's hard to say but yeah you pretty much are like balancing with your foot up and your arms out wide and um, a lot of people go into that pose without a block and then they start like bending over and it's not a correct, they're not doing the pose correctly. Mm -hmm. But if you learn from having a block, I love using a block on that one. And then once you start to build up the strength to be able to hold yourself up, then you can move away the block and you're doing the pose correctly. I think a block is some of the best, <laughs> best like uses or like best prop. I love it. Definitely. But LA Fitness doesn't have any blocks, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bare bones ever over at LA. It's it's funny you can when you're like going to, to a place like LA, which is like a com like open community thing versus like going to the now yoga like I went this week and it's all people who are willing to spend twenty five bucks a year of class to do yoga. It's very different the skill set and people are like farting during class like it's it's, it's <laughs> we at like, la yeah. or at the uh the, the now like the la is more <laughs> like a public thing but like a private yoga studio it's a lot more like intimate 
I would say. Yeah, it's uh, it's a totally different. It's a definitely a different feel, hundred percent. But but both are great. Yeah, both I mean, are great. But that's really funny. I prefer to hear people fart when I do yoga, but uh, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it happens. You're moving. <laughs> moving, yeah. I mean, everything's moving. You're opening up your hips. Like things happen. <laughs> Um, ah, did not even address this. Paige is the producer of Fat Man. Fat Man. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things I've ever done. Um, yeah, why don't we talk about that for a second? Sure, um, I'm always down to talk about Fat Man. It was a good time. Um, yeah, I don't, I could not have gotten that done without you. You're very like you gave us like credibility in a way that I don't think I could have gotten myself. Like especially like going to uh that we went to we filmed at a a dis- whiskey distillery um on the outskirts of Carbondale, Illinois and going to meeting with the lady and like trying to explain to her that I'm trying to shoot some superhero fight mm-hmm. in there and I don't know, it's just the way you like were able to explain to her and like make her put her at ease it was very 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 helpful thank um, you yeah that was a yeah well of course you would be super nervous <laughs> some college people are like i want to shoot a superhero movie here <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah um and when we got the we got a dude who works works mm-hmm. there to be in it he's one of the one of the juicer thugs uh so that's oh yeah so that's fat man over there and that's the juicer um, who is, you know, it's my Batman and the Joker. Mm-hmm. I just really just wanted to make a, a Batman movie and throw, throw some funny into it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was really, that was really a really fun time watching that all come together. That was, that was um, a good time. That was a good time. That was like our senior year. That was, I think that was one of the funnest. Uh, it was stressful, but a good shoot, like a good putting it together it was a stressful thing but i had a good time um in eight days it will be the three-year anniversary of the premiere (laughs) that's crazy oh my god yeah yeah Yeah. we premiered it at the uh three years guy on on may 11th 2016 (laughs) oh man yeah yeah time flies i remember you it was your it was senior thesis, right? Yeah, or... I uh I dropped. I was a double major at SIU, and I dropped one of my majors because so I would have time to to get school credit to make a movie. I remember you pitching it in one of our classes, and um, like you're like I need a producer, and I need you know said a couple of things, and you're like you pitched it. Oh yeah, in a class, Janita's class. Janita, yeah. Um, I came in with like a lookbook or something. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I didn't really know you. I knew I knew you and but we My weren't like proceeded. <laughs> we weren't like <laughs> we were like it's like I knew you cuz we were in classes together mm-hmm. and we did uh MCM together and stuff like that. And then I was like this seems weird. I like it. <laughs> I was like, I don't have enough on my plate right now, being a senior. <laughs> so I went and signed it up. I was so glad I did. I was it, it it pulled to me. And then we like met up and I was like, I don't know this guy. Is this gonna be like a weird <laughs> we like met up for coffee 
and we never like actually had a conversation like just oh, us yeah. we like never hung out by ourselves and we got a coffee to discuss it. And I remember we were sitting there and it was a little awkward at first because we were like, we don't really know each other. <laughs> we're just having, trying to create like a conversation. But it worked out. And now we're living together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We made a made an Indiegogo video. Mm-hmm. Um, did the whole shebang. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Want to watch a teaser trailer? <laughs> teaser? Yeah, the teaser. Sure. I was going to say, I thought you were like, I thought you were about to say when I watch Indiegogo, and I was like, I don't want to see my <laughs> like twenty-one-year-old face plastered up there. That was fun. We with my my we had, I was reading a book called How to Politely Ask for Money by Kanye West. <laughs> um, very up-to-date reference at the time. I don't even remember what that yeah, was. Yeah, I was gonna say was like asking, he he was, was asking ask- money for something at that time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see here though. This trailer, the teaser. Ha 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 ha. All right. But, All right, folks, get ready. Get ready to be blown away. <laughs> that was very cool. That kid, I'm so glad we found him. <laughs> he was perfect. <laughs> so perfect. And I forget how we, how that even came about. Uh, I think we posted it somewhere. Like uh, the theater. It was a, a theater, theater thing. Yeah, like um, a local theater thing. We posted yeah. Um, yeah. an ad wanting for this kid and then the mom contacted me and we saw the picture or we like we went to meet meet them yeah. at the theater place and we're like oh my god this kid is perfect he like kind of looks like <laughs> a yeah. younger version of the fat man and she was kind of worried <laughs> the fat man uh our, our star timothy <laughs> strelzik the fat man um but and i know she was talking to me about uh She's like, it's cool that he would be in a movie, but I'm worried that, you know, it's called Fat Man. I don't want him to be like, I'm fat. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. We're like, no. If you, it's it's a I'm, superhero movie. He's, I mean, yeah, he's the like, hero of I the story. Make it so, like, it's not like his weight stopped him from kicking ass. Yeah, exactly. That's what I remember saying that. Um, and um, I don't know yeah, if you're still... Preston, thank you, dude, if you're watching. Yeah. Great, great reaction. <laughs> Uh, the most honest reaction to Home Alone 2 being an awful movie I could have ever asked for. <laughs> um, it was so good. I'm so glad. It- yeah, I always wondered like what they all thought. You know how you know the whole family showed up to the yeah. Theater. They watched the premiere. <laughs> watched it with us, and I don't know. I think they enjoyed it because I think it was silly. It's very silly, and just like it was cool to see him up on on a big screen. Doing a because he was a theater kid. I liked it. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. good. It was good. Everyone did a great job. Everyone did a great job. Um, yeah, really I'd good. love to make another one. Batman Two: Juicer Returns. Still got the costumes. <laughs> Get everyone out here. Yeah, I don't know. Someday, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Um, That'd be so fun. <laughs> Have you thought about returning to uh, the produce, the producer's producerial capacity? Capacity. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to ask. Thinking about doing going doing anything in the industry. And I mean, so many people have asked me that, but um, and I've always kind of given the same answer that. I mean, if one of my friends wants me to help him out, I would love to help out. Um, mm. or if I get like a really, oh 
just an opportunity comes that I can't pass up, then I won't pass it up. Um, but at this point, I have no like actual drive to look. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely very exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, so many factors. It's hard to get away in, but you found a passion though. Yeah, found a passion that uh, yeah, unexpected passion. And you're good at it. Thank really you. It. Yeah. I mean, I I wanted, I looked into yoga teacher trainings in college, mm -hmm. realized that I was poor and could not do it because you're in college. And then I. Shit, you can only be poor in college. Anyone, <laughs> am I not supposed to be poor now? <laughs> you told me. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> I was just like, I don't think I can add this on top of it. And then when I graduated, I went home. I was like, maybe I'll do one now. And then at that time, I was still like looking in film stuff and I didn't have the confidence enough to go for it. And then I thought, huh, maybe I'll do it right before I come out to L.A. And then I can work out in L.A. doing yoga. And then that never happened. And then a year into here, I was like, what am I? I'm like, what am I doing? Let's just do it. Page of science. I'm just like, it's waited long enough. Just fuck it. I'm just, I just put the money down and i was like well that's a chunk of money that I did not have it all begins with a leap of faith mm -hmm. yeah and i didn't tell anyone no until like the week of you're like what are you doing i'm no, like i'm studying studying <laughs> didn't we just graduate <laughs> yeah huh. very cool um well where can they find you again like oh. social media oh joe biden <laughs> um, how do you feel about Joe? Joe Biden. Joe Biden's in the presidential race. He's joined the crowded field and is uh picking up. I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of people's confidence because he's an establishment dude. He he yeah, and uh, he's been in politics for a very 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 long time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Your nay on on Joe Biden. I'm gonna say nay. Really? Not yeah. Not even if he gives you a shoulder rub. It's pretty good. Adam. Might be teetering there. Maybe, maybe. Biden and masseuse. Um, I'm gonna say nay because I like Joe Biden. I don't know how he would be as president. Um, he's done some stuff. He's he. I mean, I can only say it he's so. Perf. I think. He, uh, the stuff I was like, uh, he he he. Sometimes I was gonna say he's sometimes not good with his words, but then I remember who our president is now. Um, but I mean, he, he is established in his career. He knows what he's doing, he, but he's a little off and I don't think he, <laughs> he, I just don't think he, I think he would made a good vice president. I think he did good doing what vice presidents do. I just don't think him as, um, the president is a good idea. I think there's so many other candidates that would make a better leader, like full leader. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to go for. Yeah, I just don't think Joe Biden as president. But good for him. It's like his third time running. Um, Which should say it all. Yeah. He keeps trying. He keeps trying. But you never know. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I well, just can't get past the... The shoulder up. The creepy thing. He's creepy, man. Why you, you don't touch people. Don't, I hate... Personally, <laughs> I hate when people touch me. Un, un, 
uninvited. Just let him sniff your hair. Like, <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, if you were supporting him and you were on Trump about the pussy grabbing comments, I think you look like a total hypocrite because I don't know. I think I feel, I feel like those are one and the same personally. Mm. <laughs> They're on slightly different levels, but different levels, but uninvited content. Uninvited contact. Yeah, I agree. There should be no invited contact. Um, what do you think of Bernie? He's still Bernie. It's a thing. He's he's just a he's a rock. He doesn't. He's been preaching the same things since the sixties. You know. Um, I don't know. Like, there's really not a whole. I don't really. There's not anything I dislike about him other than the fact that he did not fight hard enough in my opinion in the last one like clearly there was fuckery afoot and he did what he thought i think was the honorable thing which you know lay down on my sword and let's try to beat trump but i don't know i think that makes you look weak Mm. yeah i was such a bernie person like i was a huge Bernie. i even donated to his campaign really Uh uh-huh um thirty five dollars I think I did $10 a month for like three or four months. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So You're I, a poor college student back then too. And that's that how dedicated I was. Powerful. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I was, I still, they, they sent me like a Bernie um, 2016 uh, car bumper sticker. I still have somewhere. I didn't put it on my car because <laughs> now you always see those Bernie 2016 bumper stickers everywhere oh. and you're like, oh, RIP. But uh, bumper I, stickers in general, I don't, I, <laughs> I've mm-hmm. toyed with the idea, but I just I don't think there's any good way to have a bumper sticker. Put it on your win uh your window on your back. You can easily take it off. It's easier. Just you know, advice. But uh I was such a Bernie person and I love everything he says and I still love everything he says. Um, but I don't know about if I'm I don't think he's gonna make it this time around. Like even as close to what he was. That really? time around. No, I don't you think, think it's because of the, um, the competition. I think it's because of the competition because he was such like a radical new, like not radical, but like his, it, what he was saying no was, was just saying like, yes, saying. no one was saying it. And you're just like, yes, someone's finally saying it. I agree mm-hmm. with you. But now there's so many candidates saying the same thing, mm-hmm. pretty much almost the same thing or the same area of what he was saying even if it's not exactly the same opinions or options or something that there's so many more younger maybe not as experienced but younger people that you would just like because he's old too he's like what in his 80s right he's in the upper 70s for sure upper 70s at the very least Um, um so i'm i was like i'm such a bernie fan and i feel bad for probably not seeing that he's gonna make it through but who knows well it's early it's still and there's probably gonna be like 15 more people in the democratic yeah coming up Um, (laughs) like every couple weeks i really like what he's been saying though like he's uh in in regards to like if democrats are gonna want to win this thing this election can't be about trump you can't make you can't run as an anti-Trump candidate. No, you have run to. as something that matters. I agree. Prescription drugs, infrastructure, um, healthcare. Yeah, healthcare. 
like things that are actually going to change people's lives. Like don't, you're not going to convince half the country that Trump is a liar. They don't care. No matter what he says, it doesn't matter to them. So that's not how you're going to win them over. I agree. Everything. I, I wouldn't say I love everything he says, but I pretty much agree with a lot of things he says. And, and I a hundred percent agree with that. And I just hope that's what people do. And I think Joe is just going to go after Joe's Biden's. He's already like his, his, um, thing where he announced his president's video is just like attacking trump which is like yeah they have a <laughs> they don't like each other at all bro you but, attacked uh, trump how way to set yourself apart yeah but i agree with that if you you want the real yeah the real nitty-gritty is what are you going to do to help us get us out of what what we are or where we are not just get trump out anyone else other than him which anyone else other than him but um yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We're glad we're agree on that. Oof. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Want to wrap it up? Get birthday celebrations to attend to. Hopefully later tonight. Not right now. <laughs> uh-huh. I got to do the wonderful birthday laundry and cleaning the room. Wow, it's motivated, a party. Motivated birthday girl. <laughs> um. Well, where where uh where can they find you at? Where can the peeps connect with you at? You can connect with me. Um, pretty much my biggest th- my biggest place on social media is Instagram. And it's very simple. It's at Paige Frankovich. Frank-O-Vich. <laughs> if you get um, scared by the last name, just sound it out. It's exactly how it's sounded out, is spelled. Yeah, people are not good at that. <laughs> they get scared of the... Parkinson or Hawkinson. They or... get scared of it. They're like, oh my God. And they're like, just sound it out. It's exactly how it's... <laughs> it's exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Frankovich. <laughs> um, and your yoga classes have once more for the cheap sheet seats. When are your, when are your classes at? People who want to learn. Learn if, the ways of the yogi. If you are in the LA area... Uh, I teach at a studio called Bendy Point in Encino. I teach there Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 5 p.m. And then if you have an L.A. Fitness membership, I teach at Hollywood El Centro Thursdays at 7 a.m. and North Hollywood at 8.30 on Friday. And you I might just see me there at one <laughs> Um, cool. Thanks for coming on. Thank was, you for uh, having me. <laughs> Long time uh, in the making. Yeah. Um, thanks for watching everybody who's tuning in and uh watch Fat Man. What are you doing? Watch it right now. <laughs> Peace out. Till next time. Bye.